Good morning and welcome to the Social Collectives Podcast. We are now on episode 12. Today we have a wonderful guest, Todd Goldian with Echo. We are working with Echo and Tree of Life for our Christmas tea at Bluemont Station this December. And we're just really happy to have Todd here to tell us a little bit about Echo. We're so excited. (laughs) (laughs) So Todd, tell me, how was your week? My week has been fantastic. I am part of an amazing podcast this morning. I have finished writing all of my thank you notes for a great fundraiser that Echo had last week. And now we are just looking forward to Bluemont Station and the Christmas tea with you guys. Yeah. I'm counting down, you guys. I cannot wait. How about you, Leslie? How Well, it's only Tuesday. So how was your Monday? (laughs) Good. Or last went, week. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where what day it is. So yeah, it's been good. <laughs> but you've got your wedding coming up. Yes, I do. That's exciting. It was supposed to be a secret, but here yeah. we go. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should we edit? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and Alina, how's, how's your Monday? <laughs> Always an adventure with you guys. I love it. For I love sure. It. It was good. We celebrated what? National Pickle Day yesterday? Oh, that's right. We were at Parallel. Uh, yeah, it was a random last minute butter chicken craving. I don't even know how all of it happened, but we it celebrated Mercedes. Pickle Day. So we were at Silver Diner with Jeffrey Fitzgerald and his lovely wife, Carmen. And we were talking about a Loco Soco TV show, a once a month thing, and how that's going to look. And then Mercedes met us. So we're super excited to have Mercedes and she was craving butter chicken. So we went off to Parallel where they have delicious uh, butter chicken. But it was also National Pickle Day, Mm. and Mercedes and I are huge fans of the pickle. Major fans. (laughs) And so our server, Caleb, he was amazing. He recommended that we do a pickleback shot, which is Jameson. (laughs) It was all downhill from there. (laughs) That sounds interesting. It was really good. So it was Jameson, a shot of Jameson with a shot of pickle juice afterwards, like a chaser. And I just thought, oh my God, I don't do shots. I can't do Jameson for sure. But we did. We, some of us participated and (laughs) we had a pickleback. It was yummy. And then we had giant pickles brought in from the back so we could do a pickles cheers. (laughs) Like I said, always an adventure. Um, So Todd, I'm super excited. You just talked about a fundraiser you did for Echo. This was the Top Golf event. This was the Sip and Swing at Top Golf. That's awesome. We had a blast. We had about 140 people there, and it was, uh, I think, our first big fundraiser since COVID. So we were very excited to host that event. That is really exciting. Like you're seeing kind of like the normal world again after COVID where people are starting to go out and do more. And that must be so nice for like nonprofits. It's been an uphill battle to say the least, but it was great to, it was totally normal. Yeah. Like COVID's in the rearview mirror. We had our participants there with us. We had a lot of community leaders. We had business leaders there. It was a fun event where COVID wasn't even mentioned. So I love it. That's so <laughs> exciting. That is exciting. How much did you guys raise? We ended up netting about $17,000 after all expenses. Awesome. Oh my gosh. What a cool event. And now we have the Christmas tea coming up and Echo is one of the two nonprofits we're working with. So I know we did just Echo last year. Do you want to talk about a little bit about where that money went and how it helped you guys? Absolutely. So the story about that is actually pretty interesting to me. That's when I first met Lisa Adams when she said, 
Echo, hello. Nobody has reached back out to us. This was a fantastic event. And I had been kind of waiting until I, I met you, till I had all the answers on where that money was going. Um, but what we ended up doing with those funds raised was I wanted to be able to show Lisa that we had transformed one of our program spaces at Echo. We put a giant mural on the wall. It used to be a 30 by 30 foot plain white wall. Now it's full of color and it's just a beautiful mural that Kevin Bednar's from uh, the Ashburn Pub painted for us. We purchased new lockers for that space as well, which is, that doesn't sound like a big deal, but it really is. That's the personal space of all of our participants that kind of makes them feel like it's home. So between those two items, that was a complete transformation of one of our largest program spaces at Echo. So Lisa, I'm so sorry it took me a little while to reach out and say thank you so much for everything that you guys did. Oh but no, we felt thanked immediately, so I really appreciate it. <laughs> there was no delay. Good, good, good. I wanted to be able to show you that transformation, though. So yeah, no, we very, loved very, it, and I really grateful. appreciated you following up with where the money went because not only does that you know show us a solid mm-hmm. kind of like okay, this is this is meaningful. But it helps for our donors and sponsors to know where that money went. Uh, A lot of times it just disappears. You never hear back from anybody. And it's hard for us as people who are working really hard to raise money for different charities and nonprofits to consistently go to sometimes the same people every single fundraiser and ask for more funds when we, it's just money going into space. Like they don't really know where it landed And having those pictures and those stories really helps us to help you. It definitely does. Myself as a small business owner, and I love giving back as much as I can to the community and actually seeing Mm -hmm. what, you know, the charity or the nonprofit has done with the funds that I know it's not just my funds, it's multiple people, but I'm like, oh, I was a part of that. I was a a part of that. A lot of it is your funds. (laughs) (laughs) But it makes me feel so good, and that's why I keep giving, because hearing about the colors and the lockers and just your participants making that feel like home, that's, oh my gosh, that warms my heart. And, you know, having like something tangible, like that you can actually see where it went, it's just like a good feeling to have. Such a good feeling. Yeah, well, I love the locker. I mean, having your own space even having your own room, mm-hmm. imagine, you know, like, let's just be homeless for a minute. You don't have anything that you can close the door on. There's nothing to close the door on to put your things safely in. Mm-hmm. Um, I think having that locker where it's your space, you can put your things, is so awesome. I know even just graduating from elementary school into middle school, one of the big things was having a locker, right? right? Yeah. You know, cause you can put your mirror in there and you can put your love notes or like whatever. (laughs) If you were like me, I had a Justin Timberlake insane poster. (laughs) We're really grateful for everything that you guys did because not only did you help transform the space, but that room is now it's show-stopping. There's not three sets of mismatched lockers that clearly need to be replaced. There's one set of beautiful, matching, pristine, right next to that amazing mural. When you walk into that space, it's beautiful. And I need to get in there. We need to get in there and see it. I think the first time we went, like, this is a good time to, like, circle back on that. Like, just how excited everyone was to see us and how they greeted us and the beautiful jewelry they were making. And... It was just, when we walked out, we were like, 
this is why we want to work with Echo and this is why we're doing what we're doing. We've um, never done this before. No, and it meant a lot to know who we're doing it for. So maybe you could talk about what Echo does for people that don't know and weren't part of the last tea. Absolutely. So Echo is one of the older nonprofits in Loudoun County. We're 47 years old. Since the very beginning, we were set with the mission of providing lifelong support to adults with disabilities. That's day support, transportation, and employment. We've been rebuilding our employment program since COVID. It's kind of in the rearview mirror, but it's still the lingering effects of all the things that we do. But now we have 31 partner sites across Loudoun and Fairfax that help provide employment for our participants. We've got 31 vehicles driving 34,000 miles. I saw one on the way over here. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) That's one of the really difficult things about what we do. It makes such a big difference to have each individual have reliable transportation every day that you can count on, but man, it's expensive to do it. And it's difficult to have 31 vehicles going 34,000 miles every month. Wow. That's, that's a director that manages that department. And then there's a driver behind each of those vehicles and all the routing. That's, it's complicated, but it really makes a difference. So do you ever we, have any issues with employment? I think I saw something recently where you guys were hiring. So, Yes, absolutely. And that's actually a really interesting point that you just brought up. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, so we're ready to do more. We have participants that are ready to get out into the workforce and work. Uh, we have employment sites that want to have us there, but we can't expand until we hire more people. Mm-hmm. So right now we are actually in the middle of making a recruitment ad that's going to air with Comcast through streaming channels. And we've tried all of the sort of traditional methods and how to get more people. So we are making a commercial. Ooh. It's going to air in Martinsburg and in a couple other areas that most of our employees normally come from. And we're going to air it on streaming channels and give it a shot and see what happens. We just need to hire more people. Yeah, it's, you're not alone. I mean, and, and this just kind of speaks to, we all talk about as small business owners hiring. I mean, the trades is ridiculous, right? Trying to hire and train and just getting people in the door to learn is difficult. But you don't think about it with the nonprofits. I mean, because for some reason, and this was new when I saw that you guys were hiring, it didn't even click to me before the amount of employees that you guys have, the overhead that you have, the amount of organization that goes behind that, and then hiring I mean, I, we always just assume that everybody's volunteering and it's just, but it's not so. It's, it's really not. I, it, all nonprofits are a little bit different, but for, for Echo, we're not the sort of organization where we sit back, try and collect money and then do good with that money. Mm-hmm. We have 200 participants that are showing up to Echo today, whether or not we collected that money. So we're, we're an operating nonprofit. So we, ha- we have funding sources that help pay for some of that, but we have to be ready with our staff, ready to go to support those 200 individuals every single day. So the employment piece is huge for us. We have 65 staff members now not enough. It's not enough. No, it's not enough because, you know, everywhere I look, I see a bus Mm. now, Yeah, you know, previous to this, I didn't really see that, you know, obviously awareness is strange that way. right? Right. So I see it all the time. But when we went and visited the facility, when we, we went to echo and we took a tour, I was 
really kind of shocked about how big it is. Mm -hmm. You know, you're doing so many different things. And the nurses and the LPNs that help the adult disabled individuals who aren't even mobile. So I think when we were there, somebody was on a feeding tube. And there was music therapy and touch therapy and things like that. I was completely impressed that there was a staff trained and able to do that. So that's got to be difficult in today's world with hiring being such an issue. You know, it's, it's funny that you say that. The diversity behind the, the mission is really impactful to me personally. We talk about employment often, but those day support programs are so critical so what, that that room where you were in, where you saw that feeding tube, asked the question of what those individuals would do if Echo wasn't there. Yeah. There's not an easy answer to that question. Mm-hmm. So the community integration that we offer those day support programs through our field trips and bring a, a place to be is the music therapy that, that comes in and helps. Yeah. Those are great great services that we're able to provide because of the transportation that we offer. My God. I mean, I feel like that's Debbie Alexander was talking from spark about how you graduate to the couch. Mm -hmm. So you graduate from high school where you have your taxpayers dollars, thankfully and rightfully going to, and our, you know, American disabilities act. Thank God for that. That wasn't always in place to force tax dollars to go to American citizens with disabilities that they mandatory that they are taken care of in school and, you know, restaurants and other places are accessible. But after you turn 18, there are very, very few resources left. And that's where they call it graduating to the couch. If you can get on a couch, um, it's just unbelievable, the lack of resources there. And I was so impressed with Echo and how you cover all the spectrums of disability. I mean, everybody has a place there. You know, it's something that's difficult to, for folks to understand is if you have a loved one that has a serious disability that clearly needs some assistance, there's no roadmap that any any one entity or government body or person can hand you saying, here's what you need to do. Here's what all the resources are that are available to you. Ready, go. Right. That It doesn't really happen that way. So when somebody clearly needs our services and they don't really understand how to navigate the system, it's really, really impactful to be able to look that person in the eye and be able to tell them, here's what you need to do mm-hmm. and we are here to help you. Because it is a difficult system to navigate. What the heck's a Medicaid waiver? Like you don't really know that until you need to know that. You don't even know what you don't have ability to access until you need it. Mm -hmm. So really, thankfully, a lot of us aren't in a situation where we need to know the law Mm -hmm. or we need to know what Medicaid or Medicare or your insurance provides or anything. But when you do become aware of that, you need to know these things, then what? Then it's years of trying to figure it all out and struggle through it. So places like Echo are, I, I just... I can't speak highly enough about Echo. I'm impressed with the mission. I'm impressed that the longevity of the mission. Obviously, lots of people believe in it because they're always having fundraisers. And I don't know how long has, um, who's the longest standing employee there at Echo? Lori Murray is our director of compliance. And I believe she's been there about 34 years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that speaks volumes to, to spend three decades of your life 
volunteering or being a part of something. So I, I was surprised when we did the event, so many people hadn't heard of Echo. And it is everywhere. I mean, maybe it's because, like I said earlier, I didn't notice the Echo vans until you knew what Echo was. Right, right. Yeah. You pay so attention. We're all it's very like, oh, busy. Look. We just kind of go from place to place. But I, I was happy that not only did we raise money for Echo last year, but we raised a lot of awareness. So one of the things that you guys do is partner with businesses. Correct. So that, that means a lot of different things to us. Uh, most recently, we partnered with Natasha McGrath over at You've Got Maids, mm -hmm. Northern Virginia, You've Got Maids. Yep. So Blue Elegance, you guys were at the Christmas tea last year and you saw those first candles that we made. Now those candles are, I'm going to say, beautiful. I really think that they've done a great job mm -hmm. with these. So those are now co-brandable items. And Natasha, she's in the cleaning business. So that fresh linen scent on that candle, it's co-branded between Blue Elegance and You've Got Maids. I love that. That's brilliant. And wow. she's going to use it at, uh, Natasha, I'm so sorry. I hope I'm not spoiling anything for your, your customers here, but it's going to be gifts for her clients. And it oh makes perfect God. sense to, to do that. We could do that with Artisan because, you know, bathrooms. Whoa. Oh. <laughs> I don't want to know what that candle's going to smell like. Knit. <laughs> so that's one sort of partnering that we do. Then all of our work sites that we had mentioned before, every person that's providing an employment opportunity for us, that's a win-win. We're providing meaningful work to our participants, which is our mission, and the employment sites are getting a valuable employee. Uh, we're not there just to stand around. We're there to actually get the job done. So that's a mutually beneficial relationship, but that's partnering. That's mm -hmm. us truly partnering with the business and the community. Um, but past that, we have so many other partnerships with businesses and individuals uh, just supporting the mission, especially with our new social enterprises with the Barkery, the lovely T-shirt that uh, Lisa's wearing there. <laughs> uh, the Barkery is now for sale in 14 different Whole Foods um, all the wow, way out to... Wow, that's awesome. Up to Pennsylvania, wow. all throughout Virginia. It's it's pretty great for us. The uh, Blue Elegance is just sort of launching now. Mm -hmm. The Barkery has been around for just a little bit longer, uh, but we're really proud of the work that's being Well, I love those. the jewelry. So Me too. I have a couple bracelets, but I... I have a bracelet for my son, Dane, and it's brown. It, I don't know if it's wood beads or it looks like wood beads, mm -hmm. but whatever they're made out of, he loves it. We and got it at our tour. That's right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I love it. The, the jewelry is really well made. I mean, I have big wrists and big hands, and I'm also kind of rough on everything. And my bracelets, I can put them on and off and throw them around and everything, and they don't break mm -hmm. So or stretch out. So I really love the quality. Yeah. So Todd, going back to what you said, I'm kind of curious. I know somebody, I think it was David Maunder that hired you guys to do mailings for him um, and something like that. So maybe just talk a little bit about what businesses can do that we might not know we can do. I think paper shredding was another possible one. Really, really good question, okay. Lena. Just Thank curious. you so much. <laughs> High five. <Yay>. So... <laughs> 
during COVID, what happened was we, we were closed for two months. Mm-hmm. We invite everybody back. Then we realized that we have no business partners, nowhere to send anybody to work. So we created our own opportunities. We created the Barkery, we created Blue Elegance, and we created something called Echo Business Services. So now imagine that, that team of people that's going out to the FAA or Inova Hospitals. Mm-hmm. Now they, they might only have three days of work. So what are we going to do for the other two days? We have to have a way to provide the employment for those gaps. So Echo Business Services, that's what David Maunder and Leslie Salmon had hired us for. Oh, that's awesome. So they're doing mailers. They're targeting specific neighborhoods that they, they've co-branded this flyer where they're working together, mm-hmm. David on the flooring and Leslie on the real estate mm-hmm. side. So somebody's got to put those address labels on those flyers and somebody's got to sort those mm-hmm. cards out as well by zip code so it's a lot easier and cheaper to send them out. Mm-hmm. So... Echo Business Services is a team of people at Echo looking for employment and either they don't want to leave Echo because that's where they're comfortable mm-hmm. or we don't have some place to send them to go out. So items like paper shredding, mm-hmm. sorting and filing, things like David and Leslie right. had hired us for, uh, we're building boxes for CIS. So wow. imagine like that, you know, like a pizza box, right? Where you see it, it's flat and you've got to fold on all those perforations. Mm-hmm. Some of those boxes are actually really complicated. I can't do any boxes. I worked with Caesars. My boxes. <laughs> and Pizza Hut. <laughs> they were difficult. So some of these boxes are pretty complicated, mm-hmm. but you still don't want to have to pay your six-figure year engineers mm-hmm. to put boxes together. So right. they, we, they partner with Echo and we put that stuff together for them. Uh, campus survival kits. Um, I love that. Amy would drop off a whole pallet full of Sharpies, assorted. She doesn't need that. What she needs is one basket full of black, one basket full of blue, one basket full of yellow. So that is a party to us. When we break that <laughs> right. pallet of markers out and we start sorting, that's great work for us to do. Paper shredding is another example that, that's really perfect for us. I love that. So, it's so important to remember, like, there are things that you need help with and don't have the time to do, and this is the way. Any any repetitive tasks that you may, either you just want to help out, that mm-hmm. would be great, or you just don't have the time to do mm-hmm. it, we would love to do those repetitive tasks for any business in need, collating, filing, oh, sorting, gosh. anything like mm-hmm. that would be great. And that's all on your website? Correct. Okay. So exciting. Well, I'm thrilled that we're going to be working with you guys again this year. And we have some really fun things planned for this uh, Christmas tea. We're excited about the amount of money that we're raising. I will say with us being in a recession and the economy the way it is, it's been a little more difficult. So I don't know if anybody else is feeling that in the nonprofit world or who's charity, you know, driven, but I am starting to see a little bit of that, but we're still Oh my gosh. Doing I'm great. So excited. <laughs> um, and we're excited about that. But I just, I'm so thankful to live in Loudoun County and to be surrounded by the business owners that we know. They're so generous. And, you know, I'm surrounded by everybody here is in that category. We all donate, we all try, and we all do our best to support where we can. And, you know, I just want to say anything. Anything that you give, and and sometimes when you give, it's not for the charity as much as it is for you, Mm -hmm. because it feels good. It does. It does. It's almost selfish. It's like, it feels so good to give back, 
to give to somebody, even if nobody gave you anything, you're not really giving back. You're just giving. Give anyway, because five, ten, twenty dollars, it will make you feel like a million bucks. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if we can add a donation link to our podcast or not. But yes, we can. So maybe we can add that. And then anybody who would feel compelled to do that, to do yourself a favor and lift yourself up today, you know, just make a, make a donation, like anything. I bet you if you donated a dollar, you'd feel really good about it. So anyway, it's better than a coffee, but yeah, yeah, um, I think, do we have some? Oh yeah. So Aaron, our podcast genius came up with a box of questions for us that we can all answer and have some questions. (laughs) Ooh, what's your biggest pet peeve? Ooh, that's a good question. I've got a few. Uh-huh. <laughs> I know. I, I, I don't have any. <laughs> yeah, right. Are you looking at me? Yes. Mm-hmm. You go first. You're <laughs> the guest. Sir. <laughs> uh, my biggest pet peeve is when somebody looks me in the eye and tells me they're going to do something and they don't do it. Oh, Ooh. That drives <sighs> me crazy. Yeah. Does that happen a lot? No. Well, you work for a nonprofit, no. so probably. <laughs> no, actually, I, I think I'm really fortunate. <laughs> That's the one thing I'll say about Echo from Paul, our CEO, to the board members. Everybody is very transparent Ooh. with what they say and what they do, complete honesty and everything, hardworking people across the board. So, honestly, no, it doesn't happen that often. Well, then you're never annoyed. That's a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Leslie? Um, Business or personal? Personal. I'm personal. <laughs> um, personal. I really can't stand when people chew with their mouth open. Oh yeah. And <laughs> and uh, my hubby does that. Oh, but he makes up for it so many other ways. And uh, I just give him the death stare, and then he closes his mouth. <laughs> Lisa works. Oh my God. Okay. He I'm throwing, really does it when he's drunk. Though. Are we throwing, are we throwing spouses under the bus? Because <laughs> I have a list. Yeah. Um, no, my husband's perfect. So um, mine is too. Other than that, I will say a pet peeve that I have. And it's, I feel like a pet peeve kind of makes it sound nicer than what mm-hmm. I feel about it. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> I don't like it when people flake. So when they, like similar to you, I guess, you know, when you're supposed to be there, be there. Mm-hmm. If you can't make it, do let us know. Yes. Um, I don't want to have to find you <laughs> to find out what happened. Yeah. I don't mind because God knows I have my own life and I am always canceling, but that's okay. You don't, you're not Mm-mm. superhero. You can't be everywhere all the time. But if you can't make it, I don't care unless you're in a coma, please <laughs> send a text message or have your spouse do it or somebody. Mm-hmm. Just let us know. So we're not worried and stressed and wait. I really yeah. don't like that. For Mm-mm. sure. What That's, about you? Yeah. Mine is silly. It's like that screeching sound that you make when you pull something out, like a straw out or something, uh, or like the chalkboard oh, eraser, like those sounds. I they, just got chills. Yeah. Just like, thinking about it. They Ugh. literally make me go crazy. My left tooth root hurts now. Oh no. <laughs> I'm sorry guys. I'm sorry. Aaron, your question broke us. <laughs> sorry. Um, anyway, so let's go straight to events. Woohoo! Fun. <laughs> All right. So, 
three fun events for December and, of course, our Christmas teas. So the first Christmas tea is the first annual Christmas tea event for Frederick on December 5th. um, And that's going to be from 10 to 1 at the Monument. And they are— Benefiting um, Eukarya. Eukarya. I know. I was going to say— Eucara. I know. I know. But remember, I teased her so much about the name Eucaria. Oh, yeah. Remember? Eucaria. And so that's how I remembered it. <laughs> so Jessica, the admin from Frederick County, she's just absolutely crushing it. I think she already has tons 10, and tons, 000. around $10,000 in donations, which if you haven't heard the podcast from two episodes ago, definitely listen to her and the Eucaria mission. It's Absolutely amazing. Oh my gosh, I love her so much. I know. And she's so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And then, yay for us, for Loudon, <laughs> December 13th. And this is going to be benefiting Echo and Tree of Life. And this is going to be at the beautiful Bluemont Station Brewery. I just love it there. I know. And it's going to be from 10 to 1. And again, if you went last year, you're just going to absolutely love it. So this is an event you don't want to miss out on. We still have sponsorships available. Yes, we do. We're still looking we for raffles. We only have 50 seats left, and we are going to be giving them to our sponsors and our raffle donors. So we may not be able to open it to the public. If you would like to be a part of this, you need to reach out so we can get you on the RSVP. And yes. can I just say, yesterday we got a sponsor that we haven't interacted with in the group, and it was so exciting to see that somebody sponsored without knowing us as friends. That's because awesome. the, of the cause. I love right. it. I know. And that doesn't often happen. I know. So that was really exciting. And then also Jackie Dagley Lewis. Oh okay. my gosh. She's, She's awesome. a beast. So yes. she was like out there. She, she reached out. She said, how can I help? I said, honestly, could you just help us find raffles? And can you help us if you know anybody that mm-hmm. wants to sponsor? And so her neurologist is sponsoring, is a snowball sponsor. She got that might be hers then. Yeah. And <laughs> she also got four seasons to donate. Oh, and awesome. she's talking to the Rick from Bourbon Bayou. And then my husband reached out to Kevin Bednards with the pubs, Percival and Ashburn, and uh, Percival Eats, and he's donating Ooh. a gift card as usual. Uh, we can always count on him to support. And but anyway, Jackie Dagley Lewis is a rock star. She just reached out, how can I help? And yeah, Not she's only reached is she out a to sponsor, a lot of people. She's yeah. a sponsor, but she's been working everywhere trying to help. That's so awesome. So it just makes me, this makes me even more excited for the event. Like I, I'm counting down the days. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. It was so much fun last, last year. So you heard that people, 50 seats. If you want to get in mm-hmm. on the fun in action, we still have got some sponsorships available and we're always looking for raffles. Uh, for. I think we have around $20,000 in raffles. Jeez. That um, is so awesome. We have the best raffles this year. We have year. a lot of experience stuff, which is Lots. like things mm-hmm. that you could actually do with your friends, family, spouse, I mean, whatever. Amazing Christmas presents exactly, like for your loved yes. ones. So if you haven't shopped, don't worry, come to the tea. You'll have Echo Candles. You'll have the, the barkery. barkery. You'll have all these amazing raffles you can buy. And then when you leave, you will be done with your Christmas gonna shopping. There's going to be like yeah. jewelry from Hunt Country Jewelers. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's oh an exciting one. There's going to be so a 20-person cocktail making class from Bartique. Um, and you get to keep the cocktail kit. 
I feel like, like we need to bid on that for the team. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> Can we just like, do it? <laughs> well, she said she would do a team building thing anyway. So well, we, love you, we love you, Marty. We love my money. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Todd, while we have you here, um, what do you find? Now, you've been, how long have you been working for Echo? Since January. Okay, so since January, that's it? That's right. Okay, because I it was right after the right, tea. Right, he joined after the tea. Okay, so this is like amazing. I think what you're doing, I don't, what's the name of your position? Uh, I kind of made it up. It's <laughs> <laughs> Those are the best ones. Yes. <laughs> Director of Community Outreach and Fundraising. Okay, well, I can say that that was the perfect name because you coming to the community event that we had, I think at- um, I don't, the armory, right? The armory, the um, coffee, and talking with me and the the relationship that we've all developed has made us. This is why we're doing it again. So this is why we're working with Echo again. Not only do we love Echo, but we loved to have somebody from Echo that we could talk to directly that we knew was going to support us and that we could also support. So since January, I can't even. I mean, like you have you really to me are Echo in mm-hmm. a way, like you're our person. The face of Echo. The face of Echo. <laughs> yeah, you're crushing it. So I wonder what advice you could give to other nonprofits that may not have somebody in your position. And I don't know that they have the funding mm-hmm. or or whatever, maybe even a volunteer for somebody who doesn't have the funding. But it is imperative from my perspective to have somebody doing what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think I was hired in this role because Paul wanted somebody that's non-traditional. Somebody I, I don't have a fundraising background. I'm a hospitality professional that mm-hmm. st- switched careers. So I, I kind of have the creative chef brain that just looks at things a little bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, getting creative in a role like this would be my advice. So if you're writing a fundraising letter, you have about a second and a half when they pull that letter out of that envelope to catch somebody's attention, do mm-hmm. something different, mm-hmm. do something that you've never thought of before. If it's an event, have an interesting twist to it. Get creative for your mission. I think that's the most important thing that I've been able to bring to the table for Echo. Yeah. I you know, love and like I that. will say, like, so I got Echo's email after the golf tournament because, you know, we've all donated and I get those. It was impressive, like the way they thanked it, the way they talked about the golf tournament at Top Golf and that fundraiser. You guys are doing it right for sure. Yeah, and that's hard. I feel like there's a lot of follow through. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate that, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to tease you all a little bit right now. So we talked about the lockers and the mural. The way over here, I had the best idea of what we're going to do with the funds. Are you going to tell us? Oh my gosh, I need no. to know. <laughs> no. What is, is a, it? I a, need sleep. It's a, <laughs> currently a pie in the sky idea that only lives in my brain. I've got to. I've got to get some approval. Oh, oh, my God. God. <laughs> Those are hard. I'm so excited. Know, that makes too. it even more fun. Is there a budget? Do we have goals? Tell us what you need. I, I will figure all of that out, but the, the seed was planted because the, at the last Christmas tea, you guys saw some kind of primitive mm-hmm. designs of our candles that we're making in Blue Elegance. Mm-hmm. That whole operation is kind of launched, and there's things that they need now and Ooh. things that we're kind of in the middle of trying to plan. Mm-hmm. 
And you, lovely ladies, just gave me some wonderful ideas that I, I hope to be able to, to <laughs> Can I have our names on the bottom? <laughs> we want a scented candle. Or just a gold butterfly so people there know that go. we helped. <laughs> I love it. Well, I love it. And I love that you're so creative. And that's what makes it so much fun. Yeah. I mean, that's why we do it. We love it. It's so much fun. It feels good, like I said earlier, to give, mm -hmm. right? It makes me feel so purposeful. And mm -hmm. anyway, so thank you so much for being our liaison with Echo. And thank you for staying involved in all of your follow-up and mm -hmm. all of your follow-through because it is critical. I mean, especially now with times starting to tighten up, I think. Mm -hmm. These personal relationships and having somebody that actually follows through and follows up with your donation mm -hmm. is going to be a big game changer for a lot of well, nonprofits. Well, it's like the happy hour we did where we raised funds for Echo. You guys did a thing for your participants with it, a party, right? And you were able to get food and a giant shark. Our picnic. <laughs> yeah, the picnic. Our, the, okay. the participant picnic. It. We were able to create one of the best videos I've ever seen because <laughs> it showed how much fun we had. Yeah. We were able to hire a local caterer with a rescue barbecue. Love them. They're donating yeah. again this year. Well, they're they're awesome. fantastic. Chuck and Valerie are my, my favorites. Um, but we did that instead of going to Costco and buying, you know, it's better to support that support local, local. local yeah. business, right? We were able to do that and have a bash for our participants. It happens oh. once a year and we were able to do it because of the social collectives. So. And imagine like how hard we think COVID is and how much we've been through in the last few years and everything else. But then imagine being in that situation where you're not able to do a lot sometimes and right. you need help. And this is your outlet. Yeah. Like this is your out and you're just struggling because you have nowhere you can go. Or It's not only that, but it's even our, our participants at Echo, they have the daily grind as well. Mm -hmm. Just like anybody else, mm -hmm. they're either shredding paper or building right. boxes. They have their daily tasks that they kind of get responsibilities. In the groove of doing. Right. Yeah. They have their responsibilities. They're earning a paycheck. Mm -hmm. But to kind of be able to walk outside of that box and just let loose and mm -hmm. have a dance party, play it. with a giant inflatable shark, like that, that was a <laughs> right. great day. Mm -hmm. And so thank you very much for the support. Oh, it is our pleasure. We, this is what we do, this is why we do it. And I love to see this other end of it. I cannot say yeah, that enough. Definitely. I think I've said it five times, but I'll say it once more. If you are a nonprofit and you're not following through, if you're incapable due to being underpaid and overworked and overwhelmed, um, you know, maybe put the word out. You need a volunteer, even if it's part-time, 10 hours mm -hmm. a week. I know somebody out there wants to help, but it's really important to keep those funds coming in, I think. Anyway, For so sure. um, Todd, is there anything else you would like to share with us about what's going on with Echo? Any upcoming events or any new initiatives? Uh, I would like to give a shout out to Sarah Hines at the branch. Uh, we were able to raise enough funds at our Sip and Swing event where our holiday party for our participants is going to be at the Ooh. branch. And there's going to be a dance party. There's going to be bowling. There's going to be, of course, the, the wonderful food that the branch they has such as well. Good food. Yeah. They really do. It, I, I'm very, very pleased. That Shockingly we're able to, delicious. It's so good. Get you, the nachos, people. <laughs> or the wings. <laughs> or the wings. Or the breakfast sandwich. Anything. It's so good. I am definitely a foodie, and it felt a little funny the first time that I said, oh, yeah, the bowling alley has great food. <laughs> that but was man, Lisa last year. It, they really do, though. 
They really do. And I was really impressed when I was going to the branch with the women's league, which is how the whole echo thing, which is how the echo thing started circle. But so they had really nice coffee cups. I appreciated the quality of the coffee cups. They were like ceramic and teal blue. And they were, I think when I first got my coffee, there was a little doily, like a paper doily underneath the coffee cup between the saucer and the coffee cup. And it was the presentation was really nice. And then the coffee, I don't know what kind of coffee they use, but it's the best coffee. I actually would skip my morning coffee to come and have my coffee there because I don't want to have too much coffee. I feel like we just need to go back for lunch. Yes. So good. And the people were so nice. Oh, I think we did a collective coffee, coffee there, there. Mm-hmm. and the kids collective. I think our first kids collective yes. event was yep. there, was at the brunch, which yeah. is perfect for a kid. The it bowling was alley. awesome. So anyway, yeah, that's surprisingly delicious and well-presented. And I think some of their food comes from local farms. Actually, the owners of the branch own a farm. So a lot of the oh. food that they're serving, uh, last time I was there, I had sweet potato fries. So Ooh. sweet potatoes were grown on the owner's farm and then sold to the branch. Yeah. Yummy. Wow. I love that. So, um, okay. So, so since Todd did a shout out, do we want to do shout outs? Okay. Is What's your shout out? Oh my gosh. Mine is Angie. Let's say her Erskins. last names. Okay. So she <laughs> is just amazing. You know, I knew she was friends with Lisa. I've seen her on Facebook everywhere. I saw that she worked with the United Methodist Church mm-hmm. and that they donated to the fundraiser as a church. And I was like, how cool is that? Like that's, you have I've businesses, never seen that before. But you also have community. Like that's right. wanting to support our local nonprofits. And I just thought that was amazing. But just her personality. I think she is one of the sweetest, nicest people I've Best ever friends met. immediately. And yeah. And just she's so open and like, you know, she cares about you. Even the first time you're talking to her. And that's hard to find. So I'm really, really excited. And my shout out is for her and for UMC because she is just awesome. Well, it's just, I was so surprised because, well, she's not a small business owner, right? but she's in the collective. And I think that's one of the interesting things that we really push small business and local charities, Mm -hmm. but it's for everybody. Right. And I don't say that enough, but Angie doesn't have a small business. She works at the church. I think she might be a volunteer, Mm -hmm. but through the church, the church wrote the check and it was for our charity event. Mm -hmm. And I was so surprised because I know with churches, they're always kind of needing money and funds and they do so much with it from their central hub to give out to people that come to them that need, they're almost like their own nonprofit. Right. right? Right. So for them to believe in the mission so much to donate as a church to this, I just thought that was incredible. That's amazing. And now she's going to be a mod for Tyson, which is even better. So she's part of our team now. And We couldn't be more excited about that too. Yeah. I mean, I just, and then like Cindy Skinner Hermes, she is not a small business owner. She's somebody who I think is retired and is in the collective who I was able to meet for different purposes Mm -hmm. and we're friends now. So it's just like, there's so many, and she donates to, you know, stuff. And it's like, there's, it's not just the small business owners that are donating and that are showing up and participating. It's the community. Mm -hmm. At large. For sure. Yeah. So I I just think it's so f- interesting to me when it's it's not somebody who has a small business. They're not looking for advertising. They don't care about a Facebook Live. Right. They're None just wanting to do something good for the community. Not that there's anything wrong with all exposure because we all need that. Well, yeah. <laughs> Marketing is always good for us. Okay. 
you want to do your shout out? Uh, yeah. So my shout out is going to be for Mitch Mahoney. Mitch Mahoney. With Symphony Financial. He's a financial advisor here in Ashburn. And I recently met him probably a few months ago when I visited his B&I for David Hilson's keynote. And we just kind of clicked. We had a one-to-one. We met up for coffee and we're similar in age and we had a lot in common. You're both super hot. <laughs> well, thank you. Um, <laughs> and he's just, you know, I noticed that he um, donated it to mm-hmm. the Christmas tea. So, you know, he's just an overall good person. And I almost feel like he's a lot like me. So I think that's why I like him. <laughs> you love yourself so much. I love myself. I'm so sorry. That's a good thing. Confidence is important. Self-love is important. Right. So, Mitch, awesome guy. Shout outs for you. Okay. Well, I have to back that up for real. So I'm going, I also met Mitch at David Hillison's keynote and I will be seeing you and him at his keynote yes. this Thursday. Um, and thank you, Mitch Mahoney with Symphony Symphony Financial for donating. I know you have a baby on the way. We're I know. I saw about his this. maternity shoot with his wife or hers, technically. But oh my God, they are the cutest couple. Such a yeah. beautiful couple. Because I was doing shout outs for the tea. But oh my gosh, so cute. Those pictures are gorgeous. It's just so fun, kind of like where I'm at right now in my life and seeing people beginning mm-hmm. that journey, you know, because I'm... Good luck. <laughs> That's all I can say. <laughs> my five-year-old's killing me. <laughs> my 12-year-old's perfect. I know he is. <laughs> oh I don't have gray hair. Um, so anyway, okay. So my shout out is, I didn't even think about this. Uh-oh. Um, my shout out is going to be for, um, oh my God. Um, my husband. Um, oh, I love that. My shout out is going to be for my husband, David Adams with Artisan Plumbing. And I will, it's not a plug for us, but I just want to say <laughs> it's really not. But I, top of my head, I had to think of somebody who I'm thankful for. But I had to say my husband because, God, he's been there for me. Mm-hmm. And um, and I'm fun. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> but also in regards to this, my husband always steps up first. So last Christmas tea, we almost didn't have it. So this was our very first one. Mm -hmm. It was our big kind of like, we have to make this happen. My heart was pulled. God spoke to me and told me we had to have this Mm -hmm. because of the woman I met at the bowling alley at the branch um, who told me her story about her sister and how her sister is at Echo and Mm -hmm. how when her parents passed away, she kind of took over the role of caring for her adult sister, right? And how it was so hard on their marriage, mm-hmm. like very hard. It was really hard. And being a caretaker, you can see it's it changes it's everything. Exhausting. Yeah. So, you know, when she found Echo, she said that it literally saved her marriage and that she would never leave Loudoun County, even though they could. Uh, I think they were selling their land to a data center, but they don't want to leave Loudoun County because of Echo. So anyway, point is back to my husband, that we almost didn't have that tea Mm -hmm. because I didn't know how to ask for that kind of money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like we had only asked for like a hundred dollars and $200. We didn't feel comfortable asking for big numbers. But my husband said, I don't care. Like I, cause we had never paid for an event space. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. So my husband said, I'll pay for it. 
And he's like, we're going to do this. And then he asked Sonny Swan with Climatic. He was like, hey, do you want to get in on this with me? And Sonny got in on it too. So between the two of them donating, they were our first donors saying, no matter what, we're going to do this. Yeah. And, and then thanks to David Weinschel and Bluemont, like they'd charge us at cost. And yeah. It was amazing. So that's was, that's my husband. And then once again, this year, I was like, but that's my goal number. <laughs> and he was like, well, we can make that happen. Uh, yes, we and can. <laughs> I was like, okay, let me see what I can do, right? <laughs> but um, but that's my husband. So yes, he's he, amazing. He does very little for himself. He does so much for everybody else. And that's why I'm giving him my shout out. Oh, and he I is so that. completely in love with you. You guys are the cutest couple. Goals I got a spell ever. on him. Yeah, <laughs> I know spells. If anybody, I'm selling spells. <laughs> All proceeds will go to go into life ministries. Always, I fun. just need the tail of a newt and. <laughs> I'm starting to believe you. I don't know. <laughs> well, okay. So really quickly, speaking of spells, that's what my husband said when, when we met. Mm -hmm. So the first time that I kissed my husband was at a tailgating party at ECU. And he, he and I were roommates, but only because we had separate rooms. We were just sharing a house to pay rent. And it was parents weekend and his, and he <laughs> pulled up story. in his Ford F-150 and his go to hell hat and his <laughs> cutoff jeans <laughs> And his weird tank top shirt. Um, and <laughs> I love and he's unloading the keg for parents weekend. And I was already started because it was like Captain Morgan's and Coke first thing in the morning. <laughs> and this was the 90s. Anyway, I come over to him in front of his parents who had never met me. And I go, David Adams, do you love me? And I grab his face and he says, no. <laughs> <laughs> And I said, um, well, you will. I said, you're going to fall madly in love with me and we're going to get married and have kids. And he was like, I was so scared. <laughs> but it happened. It was like, it's just like a witch. <laughs> so anyway, how did you meet your husband? Oh my gosh. We met in college. He was an RA and he was not allowed to date the freshman. Oops. Um, <laughs> yeah. So we met and we dated all through college, but he had an arranged marriage with someone else and we were just going to break up and live our own lives. And they ended up calling it off for other reasons, not me. And then his parents got him arranged marriage to someone else. And <laughs> so it was just basically BS. Um, but literally after almost seven years of dating, he said, so my mom's finally ready to meet you. And we met and my parents wanted nothing to do with him because he'd been engaged twice. And they were <laughs> like, you told us you guys were just friends. But yeah, so it was kind of the same thing. He's convinced I put a spell on someone to break those <laughs> engagements and marry him. <laughs> so, yeah. And here I am at my dork. <laughs> okay. It's a good thing he doesn't listen to me. <laughs> a lot of magic in this room. Uh, Todd, how did you meet your lovely wife? We met in the kitchen. We both worked at the Inn at Little Washington oh. doing overnight baking. So oh. if you've not been, it's a beautiful, stunning place, amazing kitchen. There were many, many, many nights where it was just her and I there. This so. sounds like a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Yeah. Are you wearing flannel? <laughs> 
<laughs> no, we were wearing spotted chef pants. They were modeled after the chef's Dalmatian. So awkward, but that's where we met. So the- oh, wait a minute. A Don't you have story. a biscuit recipe, I'm thinking, or a muffin, muffin recipe? Muffin recipe. I do have several muffin recipes. Ooh. Is it like famous I, or something? I feel like I don't know if it's famous. I they still like, serve it. I feel like we need it at the dessert table for the tea. I think we need to work <laughs> muffins. Out. We're very good at taste testing. <laughs> <laughs> really very good. Overachieving. <laughs> um, okay, so how did you meet your your hubby oh. at a party? <laughs> <laughs> good job, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, it was. I was seven, 16, about to be 17. He was 19. I know. Naughty, <laughs> Leslie. Um, and yeah, we were at a party and he was my friend's ride. And she was like, my ride is leaving. So go seduce him or something so he could stay. <laughs> and I was like, is he cute? Is he hot? And she was like, yeah, yeah. And I was like, I took her word for it. And thank God he was. And here we are. I love it. And now you're marrying him this weekend. And now weekend. I'm marrying him after being together for over a decade oh and gosh. having a family and business. And well, you're basically married. This is just the it's fun just, stuff. Right. It's just yeah. the paper now. <laughs> and we get to be there. I know. Yay. I cannot wait. So excited. <laughs> okay, so I think we're going to wrap it up, but we do have the Kids Collective. So Woo-hoo. we are going to end this podcast with one of our interviews that we did at the Kids Collective event at the Dulles Town Center Mall. We interviewed all of the vendors, all of our kid um, entrepreneurs, and we end each of our episodes with one of their um, interviews. So I'm not Yay. sure who we have today, but we're going to pop over and do that now. There we go. That was perfect. Hello, and welcome to the Kids Collective Vendor Event at the Dulles Town Center Mall. I am here with Christian. Hi, everyone. Hi, Christian. Thank you so much for joining us. It is a pleasure. Would you please tell me a little bit about your entrepreneurship? What do you have? Hi, I'm Christian. I am the founder of Dante the Service Dog. It is a book about invisible disabilities and service dogs. It's about the, and it's also about adventures between me and my dog, Dante. We've been through Pro Bowl, other stuff I don't want to get into because it'll go on forever. <laughs> so, um, and I also have another business called Pet Club 247 that is a holistic pet product. It's got dog treats, antlers, hemp ropes, dog food and stuff. And I also have another business called New to You Golf. It's a golf balls right It's only golf balls right now, but maybe further down the road, maybe I'll do golf balls, golf clubs, maybe golf carts. But for now, that's what I'm doing. And yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. When I was young, I would go out onto the golf courses and I would take the golf balls that were left behind and then we would wash them and also sell them back to the people that left them. So how do you get your golf balls? Um, I have like a membership course that I have. I'm a member at um, course where, and it, there's like two ponds, right? There's one on the second and one on the sixth. So. I find most of my golf balls on the second because believe it or not, once a year, the turtles start to bring the golf balls towards the thing. I swear, this is not a joke. They bring the golf balls towards oh the like, thing and I can just pick them up with my little gadget. And like, I get like hundreds. Are you and kidding just once me? Na- I know, I'm, I'm dead serious. I got a video. I have a video, I'm oh dead gosh. serious. That's insane. I did not know that. So why do you think the turtles do that? 
Um, don't know. My mom's got a theory. It's actually kind of funny. She thinks that all the the girl turtles are like, I'm not getting any more. I'm not making any more turtle eggs unless you get any golf balls. There's no more space. That's what she said, and I, I started laughing. So it was hilarious. But I don't think to. I think they're just bringing them here because they think they're eggs, and then they're just putting them in like the oh. little. They bring them into the, like the turtle things, and they put them. They're like right next to the little water thing. Uh-huh. So they put them in their little nest. So I'm oh. thinking they're probably they're thinking they're eggs, but I just snatch them. Aww, and so day cute. by day, I feel terrible because I'm like, because one day I'm probably gonna pick up a like a baby turtle egg. I'm gonna be like, oh. Oh my gosh, that is the cutest thing in the whole wide world. So really, you owe your success to the turtles. Yeah, pretty much. I should start paying them. <laughs> You're gonna have to make a donation. I I know mm-hmm. of a really good turtle um, rehab facility in Top Sale. I was thinking so, turtle food. Oh my gosh. I was thinking bread. You're just gonna, it's like the giving tree. The turtles just keep giving. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, is there anything else that you have that you want to share with us? Another? Um, no. Can you tell us a little bit about your book that you wrote? Oh, yes. It's, um, yeah, so it's about my dog. I've had him for about three and a half years now. He's about turned four in October. Yes, I remember his exact date of birth, October 26th. And he, I got him at the age of six months. So he started, he was originally going to be like a, um, like a show dog because his whole family of breeds were just show dogs and stuff. But the breeder was like, you know, he was kind of different because like, he could sense things like, in like anxiety stuff. So she was like, I'm going to make him a service dog. And boom, I got him. And we went to Pro Bowl and... We'll go skip down further around, like probably a couple, like a year and a half. Dante is officially now a real service dog, pat and pending. Wow. And we're walking down and we go into Pro Bowl. And those are those animal activists or like the people who think that animals are like, they think they're slaves. Mm -hmm. And they saw Dante and they go crazy and they almost unhooked Dante. But my... Well, thankfully, my uh, dad and the security guard got him away. I think some dudes got arrested. Wow. There were people flying planes around the thing saying something, some guy hit a dog. I don't remember. It was like a long time ago. So for me, it was a long So time. a lot of activists. A lot of activists there. And it was quite terrifying. I'm so sorry that I was you being went through that. together. That's not okay. It's not. So it's okay to be passionate about something, but you have to be really careful that you're not stepping on the rest of the world with your with what you're saying, mm-hmm. um, there's a way to go about it. And I'm sorry that you experienced that. Yes, it's just okay. Well, thank you for sharing with us today. What would be your favorite thing about being, a, did I already ask you what your mm-hmm. favorite thing is? Okay, what is your favorite thing about being a young entrepreneur? Um, definitely, I like helping people. That, that's always been the thing about me in real life, just in my life. I've always wanted to help people no matter how little or how much. I've just been wanting to help people. Well, you certainly are helping people, and I really appreciate you sharing all that with us. And I know that your story and your message and your book is helping others, so thank you for that. All right. Bye. All right. Okay, so that was our Kids Collector Vendor event interview. I hope you enjoyed it. Thank you, Todd, with Echo for being here with us today. It's my absolute pleasure. Thank you for having me. All right. Bye. So go out. So go out.